This is an interesting story that caught my eye today uh, about a teacher that was sent home. This is an Ottawa teacher sent home after uh, they were accused of cutting the hair of a seven-year-old student with autism at school without the permission from uh, his mother. Uh, This is an interesting story because the teacher just didn't go and cut the hair. The teacher had been calling um, the parent regularly and saying, you know, for weeks, I I really like to cut your kid's hair because it's down to his shoulders and it's in his eyes and he's been chewing his hair. So I'd really like to cut it off. And she said, well, I had a conversation with my kid. They don't want it cut. So no, don't touch my kid's hair. So she was shocked when the teacher called her a few days ago. Her kid arrives home. He wants to beat the kid to the door with the phone call. And he says, basically, um, your son gave me permission to cut his hair. So I did. So she is hopping mad, said her son comes home. There's thick chunks of hair missing from the side of his face, as well as some cut from the back. And she um, called the principal to complain, said, you know, we didn't consent to this. The the, uh, Ottawa Carleton District School Board has released a statement saying, you know, it's unusual practice. Teacher's been placed on home assignment. What makes this story even crazier is the fact that when I first heard about it, I thought it was a woman, male teacher that cut the hair. That's weird, huh? And the other thing is, the teacher was a special needs teacher. Wow. Wouldn't you expect more from a special needs teacher? Well, I would expect them to understand what it would be like to have an autistic child and uh, to change something that they want in their life. Why would you Why would you do that? Yeah. You know, I get it that the hair can be a distraction. Obviously, if it's a case where the kid's chewing his hair, it might be a distraction. I know that I probably had teachers at points in my life who wished that I would cut my hair. but Because uh, you're a punk. <laughs> there was one kid that I went to school with who had his hair in his face all the time. So uh, constantly in class, no one bothered to learn his name because every all the time he was just going, <laughs> <laughs> trying to blow the hair out of his face. So we just called him. Oh, you know, I was talking to... <laughs> Uh, So this teacher was sent home, and the mother thinks this is not enough. So I ask you, what would you do if your kid came home with their hair cut? And what do you think should happen to this kid? 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I mean, in my opinion, I don't have kids, but you can't touch a kid's body. No. You got to keep your hands off the kids. And and I don't like that to go too far. Pat them on the back or something, but you can't cut their hair. You are not a barber. No. Do your job. You don't get, you don't have, that. that's not within your authority or within your concern uh, how the hair's cut. And obviously by the sound of this, this teacher is not a trained barber because the hair seems to be just cut willy-nilly from all over different parts of the kid's head. I'm going to be extreme here. I think the teacher shouldn't be teaching anymore. You're not a teacher. If you think you have to take some time out of your day to cut kids' hair, become a barber. You're done teaching. That's it. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I see your calls starting to come in. So I'm I'm interested on your take because, you know, I don't have kids, but I was a kid. And I can tell you, uh, back when I was going to school, I probably would have let a teacher cut my hair. I wouldn't have been happy about it, but we didn't feel like you could say anything to your teachers. But uh, this is an autistic kid. You cut my kid's hair. You've called me a bunch of times and you still didn't listen to me. Wow. Hey, Carlos, what do you think? You know what? Uh, regardless of the child's autistic or not, that's a no-no. You can't be doing that. You know what I mean? You need to have these, the explicit uh, uh, permission of the parents. I mean, I have a 13-year-old, and I would be pissed if I'd be getting a phone call like that, or even more so, my child were to show up 
you know, with the bullorama look. You know what I mean? Especially when I didn't consent to anything. No, that's a no-no. You can't do that. So what do you think should happen to the teacher? He's right now on home uh, duty. Well, you know what? That's fine for now. But, I mean, like uh, him getting, like, uh, severely reprimanded and even possibly if he loses his job, uh, you know what? I would be okay with that because mm. you, you can't be doing that. You really can't. That's, that's, not, that's not his child. It's not his place to be make, making that decision. Yeah, and he did. You know, he asked a bunch of times. They said no. So the answer is a no. Hey, Steve, welcome to the show. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah. Autistic kids. If any of the teachers ever done that, I'd be just. I, I couldn't imagine. Like this guy should be fired. So much for male teachers, eh? I don't know, man. Well, you know what? I I, I just thought. I, first of all, I I know a lot of the teachers that I had when I was a kid. The guys seemed to be really laid back. So that's why I thought it was a a female teacher. I, I just can't believe it. I, I, he should be fired if he's not fired. That school should be, I don't know, go protest the school. Unbelievable. Yeah, and I, I, weren't you shocked to find out he's a special needs teacher? <laughs> that, that, that blows me away even more. I'm glad I don't have that problem at our school. Thank God. I, I don't know what to say. I guess I shouldn't thank God. That might offend somebody, too. Who That's all right. Anymore with Canada, eh? <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing, Beautiful. Steve. I offend people on a daily basis, and we still get calls, so I like that. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi. Um, I have something, actually. I have a son with autism. And I know uh, for a fact that he chews on his sleeve and he chews on his, you know, toy. And for him, that is comfort, mm-hmm. right? Um, and as much as, like, I, I uh, stop chewing on this and this and this, his brain doesn't work the same as yours or I does, right? Does, so for him, if he was chewing on his hair, if he had long enough hair, I would, I would not take that away from him because for him, that's his way to process, like, I think what, and a special needs teacher should know this because I went to my, at Blurview, I went to my child's doctor and I said, he won't stop chewing on his sleeves, right? It's, it's getting a little gross, like they're saturated. And she was like, sure. you know, this is his, this is his self-soothing um, methods. And they usually grow out of it um, as adults, they grow out of it. But right now that's just how he, um, how he kind of functions. And the only thing you could do is kind of redirect. Right. So, hey, why don't so they actually have things you can buy a chewy necklace. You can buy chewy bracelets because I know that um, children have a really huge oral fix, uh, fixation when they have autism. Right. Sure. So what they do is they try to just kind of redirect, but they won't take it away because another thing that they also have is um, a huge sense of insecurity about certain objects. Right. So become very attached to things and certain routines. So for if I dropped off my kid and that was their thing, as much as I didn't like it, I would understand that that was one of their ways to just soothe themselves, right? Um, and I would be, like, I would expect that, that, that teacher's license, I'd be like, take that away, because mm. clearly they don't understand what a child with special needs. Like, I, I just, my son just got diagnosed, and I'm learning so much, but I still know that, right? Like, so for a teacher to just cut the, the kid's hair, regardless of the fact that, yes, they shouldn't be touching the body, and if my child didn't have autism, I'd still be pretty, like... Upset, yeah. ...situation. Um, the fact that, like, who knows? Like, I could see my child being afraid of the teacher and doing it out of fear and agreeing to it and then being brokenhearted about it later. Like, the teacher oh. also doesn't have to deal with the fallback later. Yeah. And that kid is at home and that hair is gone. And now the parents or the mom is left dealing with this kid whose main, um, I guess, like comfort main, mechanism. Yeah. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Lisa, I appreciate the call. And thanks so much for, uh, you know, giving us insight on what it's like, because, you know, that's what I look for in the show. I love when you guys call and you have firsthand experiences with these situations. Suzette, Todd just called, but he couldn't stay on the line. He wants the teacher's head shaved. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think that's intense. I don't think 
um, you know, I, I, to me, it just sounds like there's a breakdown in communication um, between the parent and the teacher. Um, you know, not so much that it matters if it's a male teacher or not. Um, that's like a last resort situation. And to me, it just sounds like he was frustrated. Um, he, I'm not condoning cutting a child's hair. That's but where's the breakdown in communication? Because I'm losing you here. Because he called their house several times and the mother said, no, don't cut the kid's hair. Right. So breakdown in communication, what I mean is, um, what were the action, what was the action plan? Like, okay, this is something that the child does. It's a distraction. Okay, can we use clips? Can we use hair ties? Um, is, is he sensitive to touch? Is the hair, uh, like the, the other caller said, like a comfort um, for him to chew? Like, you know, just problem solving. Like, it's, it's cutting a child's hair, cutting anyone's hair, that's like borderline assault. Like, mm. that's unacceptable. Um, I don't think he should be on home arrest or whatever. He's at home assignment, so I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I think that's extreme. I think there needs to be um, a couple meetings that happen between um, the bunch of the layers of management that are in the board. Um, And there needs to be a way that parents and teachers can come together and agree on a solution. Yeah, I think I think the and I appreciate the call, Suzette. I got a blaze because we got we got Crescent's cuts coming up and I got to get through commercials. But I have to say, I 100 percent. I, I uh, love that you called in, but I disagree. If a parent says, no, don't touch my child, don't cut their hair. That's the end of the story. You don't do that. Guess what you're there to do? You're there to teach them. And if you can't get around the fact that my kid is sucking on their hair, then you're going to ha- you're an adult. Find a new way to reach my child. Or you look away, okay? 253, it's Talk Radio, AM 640 Toronto. I didn't even give birth. Can you imagine me as a mom? Woo!